Hey, and welcome to the Healthy Fit Live podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hanton. So do you ever feel like working on your fitness and health are too complicated? Well, I'm excited to have Ben Smith on my show to help you simplify fitness for your busy life. Ben is a jack of all trades, a fitness and nutrition coach, entrepreneur, army veteran, and mental health advocate based in Los Angeles. But before we begin, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And let's go ahead and get started. So Ben, how are you doing today? Thanks for having, uh, hopping on my show. I'm doing well, Paul. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's good to finally get to do this. It is, yeah, yeah. And your fellow <laughs> fellow military vet. So thank you for your yeah. for your service. And and when I said you're jack of all trades, you you've done a lot and you do a lot. So that's that's awesome. I try to try to stay busy. Um, yeah. It's actually it's actually <laughs> funny that the topic here is going to be simplifying fitness. I'm in the process of trying to simplify not only my fitness but also my life. I've kind of got my hand in uh, way too many uh, things right now. So we're right. trying to simplify, trying to sort that out, um, and just get really good at discerning what's important and what's not. Uh, yes. That's my, that's my goal for this year. That's awesome. man. yeah, that's, that's, I think it's a really great, uh, segue to the topic of yeah. trying to simplify fitness for your life. So obviously you're a very busy man. So <laughs> you've done a lot, you're doing a lot. And you mentioned that we're, you're, you're moving as well. And I'm sure that's, yeah. that's keeps you pretty busy so if you could only what, see if you could only yeah. see what's behind the camera <laughs> yeah, same, yeah same here we, we joked about that earlier but yeah um so what does simplifying fitness even mean like can you help help us break that down what does that even mean when you say simplify fitness for your life yeah well i think you know uh just from my own lived experience i've done everything wrong mm-hmm. uh <laughs> i've uh, i grew up as an athlete my entire life uh, i was in the army for uh, just shy of 10 years mm-hmm. and uh you know generally in athletics or even in you know like the military context it's like more is better right <laughs> yeah. and like you know in some in some regard that's valuable that gets you to a place of higher performance maybe right, right, right. um but as i've left the service and as i've like kind of reshaped the way my life looks i've i've started to realize that like more is is probably not the right answer mm-hmm. all the time uh mm-hmm. and and better or or simpler or whatever that word is for you is is the way i'd like to trend and uh, so for me like i said earlier it's about deciding what is most important and then dis- discarding everything that isn't um and so for for fitness specifically it's like deciding what it is that you want mm-hmm. so like there are a million ways to navigate your wellness you know whether that's yeah. physical mental emotional or spiritual right right and it's just deciding what you want if you want to be the strongest guy in the world well there's like ways to do that if you right. want to be the guy who has no pain, there are ways to do that. If you want to be the most flexible person in the room, like we can do that. Right. Um, but it's getting really clear. And this like, you know, we'll talk about fitness today, but this applies to any endeavor, right. any, dom- any domain of your life, getting really, really clear about what it is that you want or what mm-hmm. the end goal is. And then deciding what the next right actionable step is. Right. And so like, you know, n- like cutting it down into it, the smallest possible manageable step uh, is where I like to start people. And so it's like, that could be nutrition. That could be fitness. It's definitely not mm-hmm. all of them at the same time. It's just one thing. Yeah. And and yeah. you said something earlier that was, I think, really good. You said more isn't always better, but that's, I think you're one of the few people that I've talked to that actually, you know, who says that, you know, yeah. essentially do less, right? But yeah, do maybe well, do I, better. I, I, more is just more. Right, right. Better, right. better is better. Right. <laughs> and I, and I, you know, and again, like I'm the guy who did it all wrong. Mm-hmm. 
I've broken my body and my mind in training. I've chosen to eat in ways that don't serve me for the sport that I play, the profession that I have, right. uh, or even like living the best possible life. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really interesting is my work now um, is about delivering a simple wellness solution to people mm-hmm. who are even busier than I am. So I work yeah. <laughs> in uh, I work in an industry that's uh, like pretty high paced and rather chaotic. I I uh, run a holistic wellness business and I coach almost exclusively touring musicians. So I spend mm-hmm. a majority of my year on the road with musicians. We're playing show after oh, show after show after show. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's got pieces of being a sport guy. Like, you know, right. a live music show is very similar to an athletic performance in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. And then there's aspects of my military uh, experience where like I'm the squad leader with my little team and it's my guys. Mm-hmm. And we're like <laughs> doing this expeditionary fitness thing. And, and, you know, I, at the moment coach between three and 14 people at any given yeah. time. Um, and it's really catering that wellness solution to the individual. Mm-hmm. And so like, we'll talk in broad strokes here about simplification. Um, but like, it really depends on what that individual wants. And I'll keep going back to that because like when I work with an individual or a group, it's like, if you don't tell me what you want, then I'm going to decide for you. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's, and maybe that's not the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so what I like to do, my business at the moment is called train with Ben. Um, I love team building and community. And so this is just like, you know, the name is like twofold. It describes what's happening, but then also yeah. it's like, you know, a fun acronym, uh, where we've got TWB for me, mm-hmm. the way that I simplify is I train, I walk and I breathe mm-hmm. every day, those three things. And for people who are interested in exploring other modes of wellness, spiritual, mental, and emotional. If that seems like something that's a bit too far away, <laughs> if you start with some training, some intentional movement, mm-hmm. you start with a little breath practice, and maybe you walk a few extra steps a day, that's like the gateway drug into improved mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. I've lived it. <laughs> I've experienced it with a whole bunch of other people. Um, and so what I always start people with is like, hey, let's, let's move our bodies in a way that serves you. Mm-hmm. Let's take a couple extra deep breaths. And then if you can get a few extra steps, then you win. Um, and there's like so many layers to this, right? We could talk about like building confidence yeah, or like building relationships or whatever it is. And like, it's just a snowball effect. And once you start doing mm-hmm. these things ritually, then like you're unstoppable. Yeah. And I think uh, I want to go back to something um, you talked about the individual. So do you have yeah. a, let's, let's actually just go right into the weeds in this and dive sure. right in. So do you have a, a good example of someone who came to you that was, that felt was they were overwhelmed with all that they were doing to help them simplify fitness yeah. for them. So give a yeah. concrete example of that. Yeah. So, um, I can like break it into two camps. So there's mm-hmm. two different populations that I work with mostly. It's, uh, like a lot of high performing men. Sure. So, yeah. so yeah. the majority of the artists I coach are men. Uh, I run an executive, like a, a digital executive coaching business as well. Mm-hmm. And almost exclusively that population is like founders or creatives or like high performing, like middle-aged men. Very busy um, people. Very, sure. very busy and so, people. Yeah. And so for these guys, they're incredibly busy. Right. They've probably dedicated a majority of their life to success in a professional realm. Sure. And maybe, yeah. and maybe neglected themselves physically. Right. And so there's this massive identity crisis where they're like, I'm a high performer. Mm-hmm. Like for sure, <laughs> objectively, I'm a high performer. Yeah, I can't sort out this thing. Oh, yes. This, this this wellness thing. Yeah. 
And, and unfortunately, wellness isn't something you can just like throw money at. I mean, it <laughs> is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some aspects, sir, but I, I get what you're, but, yeah. But true health, true health and true wellness is done yes. through effort and time spent. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And so, and so it's really, the overwhelm for a lot of those individuals is like, where do I find the time? Mm-hmm. I'm like being pulled. I've got a family. I've, I've got, you know, work commitments. I've got all these other things that I'm doing. How do I find the time? And it's really breaking down a system that suits their life. And I talk about this with nutrition as well, but it's like if the protocol doesn't suit or doesn't fit the life that you already live, mm-hmm. you're not going to adjust your life to fit the new protocol. Right. Right. Never. Right. Right. Um, that's one, one uh, demographic. And for those guys, it's really just like, hey, we're just going to focus on one thing. And usually it's like getting them into the gym more regularly. Okay. Because that, that's like okay. an active, a proactive, like, Yes. And, and, you know, you're a guy, it's a purpose driven. Like I want to get in, I want to, I want to do the work. Um, and then once you build confidence there, you can start to add and layer in other pieces. Um, and then, uh, the other demographic that I work with, I work with a lot of general population. I want to jump in and and ask you something about about guys who you get to just go to the gym. Something I've seen is people, guys that go to the gym and they just want to just do it all right. Cause I think again, I think yeah. a lot of times the fitness industry is talking about more, 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 more reps, more rate, yeah. more sets, more, more, more. So how do you how do you help someone adjust that mindset of okay, I got to go to the gym and do a bunch of stuff? Yeah. When really you're just talking about okay, start small. Like how do you how do you help someone someone listening right now? How can they adjust that mindset to help them get to that point? Yeah. So you're probably your listeners, if they're like of that demographic, or if they're of any any they're anybody. They're probably like, oh, but I can't go to the gym five days a week. I yeah, can't go yeah. to the gym. For I can't two hours go to the gym. a day. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. I train. I train four days a week, and I'm in there for thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Um. You know, but that's taken twenty years to like sort out how to build the thing, how to right. like structure structure the protocol. Absolutely. Um. So what what I try to do is I start people with two days a week. Mm-hmm. We trade generally full body once they feel comfortable and are able to show me that they can do two days a week. Then, you know, it's a discussion. I think a lot of time the coaches, I said it very earlier or earlier and I was kind of like saying it in jest, but I was like, if you don't make a decision, I'm going to make a decision for you. Right. I think, right. I think a lot of coaches default to that mm. and try and like leverage like, I'm, I'm the guy that's in charge of this thing. And why mm. I think there's value there. I think coaching is a conversation. Right. Like no one, there's not a power dynamic. We're in this thing together. We're sharing this experience. Like I'm learning just like you are. And so uh, I pride myself on being uh, like overly communicative and like asking more than telling. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm really excited when someone like shows me that they can do what we've decided is what they're going to do. And then I'm interested in learning how I can start to add more things. Right. And not just random like randomly adding more volume, but like adding more things that will get them closer to the thing that they say they want in a more, uh, you know, in an easy, like an easier way or a faster way. Right. And I think, I think you brought up a good point is that just adding more volume, more sets, more rest, more waste that, that, that might not always lead you to the goal that you want. Right. No. And the, the change that I'm interested in isn't the physical change. Um, like that's probably why they're there. Like I want right, to look better. Right. I want to look better right, with my right. clothes off. Absolutely. I'm, Absolutely. I'm really interested in the practice. So like in their okay. ability, like habit building, mm. um, because building habits here in the gym where the consequences are low, like, you know, any positive change in your life begets other positive change in your life. So it's like right. confidence in the gym breeds confidence elsewhere. Habit building in the gym or in this wellness practice breeds 
habits or breeds, you know, positive action in other domains of your life. Mm -hmm. And I, um, you know, specifically with this group of people, it's like, they want to eat that old, uh, saying it's like, how do you eat an elephant (laughs) one bite at a time? They're trying Uh to eat the elephant in one single bite. And I'm like, (laughs) we'll do two days a week. You'll train, you'll, you'll train lowers and uppers on both days. You probably won't feel like it's doing everything that you wanted to do, but you're going to show right. me that you that you right. can do it. It's more than you were doing. And then also, there's an incredible thing with like enlisting the help of a coach. So um, we can go way back and be like, okay, so if you're interested in starting a fitness journey, like, or maybe it feels overwhelming to you. I think there's two things that you need to do first. Mm-hmm. Is you got to get really curious. Mm. And so like, because not everyone feels the same way about their wellness, like not everyone wants to train the way that I want to train. Right. I don't want to do ballet. Right. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, if you're curious and interested in what you might want to do, then you, you know, explore all the options. You choose a thing that excites you and then enlist the help of an external accountability source. Right. And that could be a partner. That could be a friend. That could be a coach. That could be a gym community. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But if you have, if you have those two, two things an interest, which will keep you going or keep mm-hmm. you doing it longer than you would otherwise, and you have some sort of external accountability, then you win. And I, I urge people, if they're able, uh, to enlist the help of a coach, especially if they're just starting out, or especially if they have like the means to do that. Right. Um, because it is a night, talking about individuality or like, you know, prescribing something that's actually going to get you closer to what you say that you want. Like, mm-hmm. you could do it on your own, but like, yeah, yeah. You, like I've trained with and without a coach. I've, I'm a professional coach and have been for 15 years. If mm-hmm. I have someone else helping me, I do so much better. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah so, I had a coach um, for uh, six years and that's how I got started in bodybuilding. Yeah. And it, my, before I had a coach, you know, I was trying to do the best that I could, but the coaches, my coaches took me to the next level. Right. And, yeah. and it was a complete game yeah. changer for yeah. me. My first ever coach is a, he's a guy named Bill Hartman, um, owns a facility called Indianapolis fitness and sports training. Uh, everything that I do in, on the gym floor or on the training floor or in my work is like influenced by mm-hmm. this man. But he, for the entire time that I worked with him, he would always be like, just blame me like yeah. him speaking <laughs> as the coach. Right. Right. And I, and this is like, I say it in jest now to the people that I work with, but it's like, oh, you're not happy with two days a week. Well, just blame me for now. And then later when it becomes four or becomes five or six or whatever the thing is that you, that you say that you want at this moment, Mm -hmm. like just blame me until we get there because I'm, I'm sure that I have the right idea. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if it's not the right idea, we'll work through it together. But, uh, but yeah. And then my other, my other group, and this is something that we can talk about later, but I work with, um, gen pop clients through Mm -hmm. a digital app and a large majority of those people are young women. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been very interesting. I owned a gym for a number of years and the majority of the people who attended that gym were young girls between mm-hmm. like eight, 18 and 40. Um, that's a, that's a wide age. Range, that's a big but, range. <laughs> yeah. but, but, the, but the goals are generally similar. Yeah. Yeah. Feel more comfortable in their body, you know, potentially build more muscle mass, lose fat tissue, you know, like generally mm-hmm. the same, the same goals. Um, and what's been most exciting for that group, you know, not that they don't have the same demands that the other demographic does, yeah. but, um, 
just in general, I feel like the overwhelm for them is like, oh, there's 90,000 things that I need to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be doing yoga. I need to be doing hit class. I need to be doing running. I need to be doing mm -hmm. my walks. I need to be this and this. And there's just like this laundry list of things that need to be done. Yeah. And it's very exciting for me to be like, hey, look, we could just pick up some heavy stuff. A yeah. couple days, a couple, like literally just we can pick up some heavy stuff a couple days a week and then when you're not here in the gym with me you just go for a walk with your friends mm -hmm. and then there's this moment of like oh that's all it is and i'm like yeah that's literally all it is yeah and then, and then they get the result and it's this incredible moment where it's like you know they're relieved because they don't have to do 93 things right to get closer to their goal and i'm relieved because all these people get closer to their goal and it's mm -hmm. just this incredible thing and so um my work now, the public facing version of my work now is to like really just show people that like the answer is so much closer than you might believe. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take more searching. Like it doesn't take anything more in the same way that training, you probably don't need to do any more. It's just like being really clear about what it is that you want, doing the things that you know you need to do to get yourself there. And then just like never stopping. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about, uh, this idea. Uh, and if you're familiar, um, you can just like nod your head and agree with me, but this idea of finite and infinite games, I've um, never heard of it. There's a book called finite and infinite games and it's sitting somewhere on my, it's on my bookshelf. I'm not going to do the author any, I don't know who wrote it, but it's a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic book, but it basically describes that the world is broken up or things that we do are broken up into two camps. One is a finite mm -hmm. game. And in a finite game, there are players and the players know who they are. Uh, there are rules. The rules are described to everyone and everyone is familiar with the rules. And then there is a winner at the end. Mm -hmm. There's an outcome that would cause you to win. There is a winner and there is a loser and everybody mm -hmm. knows. And then to contrast that, you've got infinite games, which the players are known and unknown. Mm -hmm. The rules are not explicit. So nobody really knows what the rules are. And there is no scenario in which a winner could be named. Okay. Okay. And so unfortunately a lot of people apply the finite structure mm -hmm. to an infinite game. And you could say like things like um, love or recovery or business or even like a wellness practice are in that infinite camp mm -hmm. where like you don't win wellness. Yeah, there's no, you don't. There's no yeah. You don't. And there's this guy named Alex Hormozzi, which I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with Alex. Absolutely, but, yeah, yeah. But Alex says that the the goal of the infinite game is to keep playing the game. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a, a really good point, right? Cause uh, I think for men and women, uh, the overwhelming theme when it comes to health and wellness is just looks, right? Like a lot of people want yeah. to look better, Yeah, but that's not a, that's not a, I guess it's a long-term goal, but that's not really sure. the, there's no winning at that. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a byproduct of doing all exactly, 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 exactly. It's a byproduct. And I think, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like that original thing that I said, like when I meet with somebody initially, all I'm doing is asking questions and mm -hmm. ultimately we'll get to the place where I'm like, what is it that you want? Right. And then right. determining why they want that. So it's like, oh, I want to lose 30 pounds. Well, why is that the case? And you mm -hmm. know, it probably takes a couple of times me asking, right, but, right. Uh, but if you can get to a place and like, maybe the reason is because they want to look better and that's great. Like, that's a great reason to train, but, uh, to ha just have the understanding that like you don't win this game, you figure out the thing that works and then mm -hmm. you just do that for the rest of your life. Right. And, um, you know, 
anybody who wants to get into wellness, if they are excited about the thing that they're doing, they enlist the help of an external accountability source. And then they just understand that this is going to last forever. And it doesn't have to be this specifically, but them doing this process, being curious, Mm -hmm. having support, and then trying really hard. Like if that, if they just understand that that's like part of living, then like fitness becomes a very easy thing to add into your life. Yeah. And I think, I think it takes some time to get to that point where fitness becomes easy. Uh, I think for for you and I, we've been doing this for a little while. So for me, I I find going to the gym consistently and watching my nutrition easy. I've done it so many times. I had, I've had a coach. Yeah. Like I have a process. I know what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And I think sometimes people take, need that a little bit of time to get to that point. But once you get to that point, it's like, oh, wow, this is easy. Right. But it takes a time to get to that point. Right. Oh, for sure. And like easy is it, uh, it's very simple. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes it's not easy for me. (laughs) Right. I just, I just know, I just, and I say this all the time. People are like, how are you so motivated? I'm I'm not, I'm not motivated at all. You're not motivated 24 seven. This isn't, yeah. No, I'm rarely motivated. I just know that future Ben is going to be so excited that he moved intentionally. Mm-hmm. He did some he did some breath practice and then he went for a walk today. Like and right. and and if you, like that's all I do. I train, I walk and I breathe. Mm-hmm. And then I imp- I supplement with some other things like cold exposure or you know whatever it might be that like serves the need in the moment, but like my staple is I train, I walk and I breathe every single yep. day. And it takes different forms. Like I'm not dogmatic about what it needs to look like like sometimes the training is I do a couple kettlebell swings you know Mm -hmm. it's like it just it just it fits that model and I'm tied to the model because I know that future Ben is going to be so excited that that current Ben did those things yeah and it's just like if you if you do the activities and you do it long enough then you don't have to think about it anymore and it's just part of your life absolutely and I I think one of one of the reasons why and maybe you touch on this things that are people overcomplicate things is that there's so much information totally. out there, right? There's almost information overload. And totally. how do you deal with people who come to you and they're like, Oh, I know all this stuff. I, I did all my own research. I, I got, you know, yeah. I got it figured out. How do you, how do you handle people who, who have that mindset? I say, that's great. I think it's, I think it's great that you're so committed to this. I think it's incredible that you've learned all this stuff. Uh, I'm happy for you to share it with me. I'm going to show you uh, based on what you've, you know, described to me and what you want, this is how I would approach that situation. Mm-hmm. If you disagree with the way that this goes, then uh, I'm open to learning about why it might be different or why it should be different. But ultimately, too, when I work with someone individually, there is, we talked about it before, there's that level of being like, you've come to me for a specific thing. Humbleness. Yeah. I'm going to get you that thing. Like, it's hum- humility on both parts. Like, I'm going to be humi- uh, humble you know, and, and I expect them to be that way as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, you know, for the young coach, this might be a different scenario, but like, I'm at a place now where it's like, if, if it doesn't work for me, I'm not going to work with you. Yeah. (laughs) Which like, and, and like, I, it took a long time for me to get to this place. There was a period of my life where I coached anyone that would, that was breathing and that was willing to like spend time with me. I did Um, the same thing. I think a lot of coaches go through that. Yeah. A lot of coaches go through that. But I think, you know, more than anything, people just want to be heard. Right. They just want to be seen. And they, and even more than that, they want to share their opinion. And so I'm very happy to listen to people's opinions. And I'm very happy to listen to all of the things that you've spent time gathering. But I'm, 
for as many hours as you've been gathering information, I've been coaching it. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm also very excited to share the things that I've learned. Yeah. So a very um, empathetic approach to, uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's fitness, that's, that's, is a, fitness is a scary thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as a coach, my, my role is, is twofold. I'm, I'm really excited about creating a safe space for people to try something that's inherently mm -hmm. difficult. And then I am even more excited about giving them or empowering them into a place where they no longer need me. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's my whole thing. And, and, and all in a truthfulness, that's a, that, that's probably a huge barrier for a lot of people that, that they don't want to admit it, but just going to the gym can be yeah. overwhelming. Oh yeah. Um, maybe, maybe even scary for some people, right? Cause they're just, I, if you walk into a gym and a big box gym and there's yeah. all this equipment, yeah. people doing all these different things, you're like, whoa, what yeah. am I doing? They don't even want to go, right? Well, even even more than just the the tactical aspects of like structuring a program or like navigating right. a busy box gym, yeah. uh, what I hear most is people who are like, oh, but like people are looking at me or like yeah. <laughs> uh, people are making fun of me. Right. And, right. and there's two parts to this. Uh, first off, like I totally understand that i felt that way when i was a 130 pound 14 year old <laughs> like i i was terrified also mm -hmm. but every single person in that gym has had their first day in a gym yes and yes. so they've all lived that experience and to be truthfully like to be as honest as possible nobody is looking at you yeah <laughs> nobody is looking at you and yeah. if they are if they are it's probably to be like wow that that i'm really stoked that that person is here yeah. The gym community is some of the most incredible, like empathetic, just encouraging group of people that I've ever encountered. And I know experiences may vary, but like, yeah, <laughs> I have had, you know, and, and people always judge or they have like, you know, their, their, you know, initial impressions. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I have had such a positive experience in the gym. Um, and you know, that comes from like being a, a, a member at gyms from, traveling all over the country and then also from owning a space it's like right. just if you if you feel comfortable just put yourself out there and like it's the best thing you'll do yeah yeah and if, 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 if that's not your experience you know if you're listening that's not your experience find another gym oh yeah that, well yeah to. that's like the, <laughs> yes if it, if it doesn't it. feel if it doesn't feel good for you there's a place that will exactly exactly a lot of different options so uh before we wrap up i, I do yeah. want to have uh you know we didn't touch on nutrition at all so do you have any yeah. And now that's also very another overwhelming of uh, way sure. people feel overwhelmed is nutrition. There's so many different things yeah. out there. Things eat, do, not do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So when it comes to nutrition, what are some quick little hints or tips you can give people for handling nutrition, not feeling overwhelmed? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, this is like several podcast episodes uh, that we yeah. cover all of this. <laughs> um, nutrition is like the most important thing for sure, especially if your goals are aesthetic. Like if you want mm -hmm. to look a certain way, like nutrition is the thing that you most likely need to prioritize. Yeah. Um, I think education is the most important thing. So understanding mm -hmm. what the food that you're consuming is doing for you. Like if you don't know what a lean source of protein is, then like we have to start there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I would generally tell people is eat when you're hungry, don't eat when you're not. If that is a thing that you can't feel in your body, <laughs> that's totally okay. Um, what you're consuming at the moment is probably baseline or it's at least maintenance calories for you mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. And so if your goal is to lose weight, then consuming slightly less calories than you do at this moment mm -hmm. would get you in a place to potentially lose weight. Like it doesn't take any more math than that. 
if you were looking to gain weight, which like a lot of the people that I work with are looking to yeah. gain weight, if you're if you eat slightly more calories, like 250 more calories or 500 more calories than you do at this moment right now, mm-hmm. then you place yourself into a position to potentially gain some weight. And it's like, you know, that is a very oversimplified version. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I but I, but I think in general, I like people to eat three times a day. Mm-hmm. If you have a lean protein source, some sort of leafy green vegetable, a starchy carbohydrate, and a healthy fat on your plate each time, then you win. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what I like to do is call it the 80% rule, or like I would jokingly say my coaching rule. So if like I sit down to eat and I have to coach a class immediately following this meal, or I have to like give a talk in front of 10,000 people immediately following this meal. I'm probably not going to want to be stuffed to the gills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I eat to about 80% fullness and then I get up from the table. And the cool thing about nutrition is change doesn't happen overnight the same way with training. Right, right. And so you can experiment, like play around with what might work for you. I have friends who eat one time a day. Yeah. I have, I have friends who eat no vegetables. I have friends who eat no meat. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm of the, I'm of the belief that, uh, you'd probably be best served like barring some sort of like, you know, uh, allergy or genetic predisposition. Like you'd be best served to include all types of foods into your diet. Yeah. And understand in the same way that training is an infinite game. So is this, Mm -hmm. this food thing you have to eat for the rest of your life. Yeah. (laughs) Don't starve yourself. Yeah. And, and, and the protocol must fit your life. Mm -hmm. It's not the other way around. Your life doesn't fit into the protocol. You build something around your life until Mm -hmm. you're at a place where you can start to make that switch. It just becomes like synonymous with who you are. Yeah. And I think that's a really good, uh, overview and maybe we'll have you on for part two with nutrition. Cause yeah, you're right. That's my uh, favorite. That's my favorite. That's a, that's a, that's my favorite. That's a huge topic. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my, that's actually my, my first ever coaching business was, <laughs> uh, was nutrition related. So oh, nice, um, nice. it's my favorite. It's my favorite topic. And it's also the thing where people see the fastest results. True. True. So if we can like really nail nutrition at the beginning of like, you know, embarking on a fitness or wellness journey Mm -hmm. it's like proper nutrition and then a structured training program yeah you're you're gonna you're golden yeah Yeah. (laughs) well ben uh you gave a a lot of great tips and (laughs) i think uh all geared towards feeling overwhelmed and we didn't get we didn't touch on nutrition uh, as much as i'd like but again we can do it again part two yeah we can do another one that's that's, uh, that's more important than, than fit and working out. So, but yeah. uh, Ben, again, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate yeah, it. I'm sure the viewers got a lot, listeners got a lot out of it. Yeah. If if you want to uh, do some resistance training with me, I have an app that I just released about two months ago. Um, up until this point, my work has been generally uh, word of mouth or like referral based. It's mm-hmm. been very private, and that's like been a super safe place for me. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to like step out into like right the world, uh, and, <laughs> and, and share with people what you do. Um, but so my challenge to myself, uh, my intention for the entire year was connection. And part of connection was stepping out into the public and being like, mm. Hey, look, let's do this, uh, on a larger scale. And so, uh, I have a very lo- low cost training option. Uh, it's called the train with Ben app at trainwithben.app, or you can access it via any of my social media channels, which are at Ben V Smith, B N V E E S M I T H. And uh, there's two tracks on there. There's one, a train with Ben option where you can just do what I do in the gym every single day. And then there are also several foundations programs, a resistance training 
bias for the mm-hmm. most part because that's the thing that I do. Um, but an in gym at home body weight and then mobility program. I've also got a mindset and breath work section on there, which is going to be evolving over time. We didn't even talk about it, but a large majority yeah, of my work, yeah. a large majority of my work is, is breath work centric. So, okay, um, okay. so there's a, a, a cool part in there, a couple different, uh, breakdowns of like how to use the breath for some specific situations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just a really complete opportunity to like, if you want to change up your training or add resistance training, or if you don't know where to start, like it's a cool place to start. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll definitely put your contact information in the podcast notes below for all you listeners right. out there. But Ben, again, thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. So that wraps up today's episode. And thank you very much for listening and make sure to check out Ben on the social media links in the podcast notes. And if you're a fan of the show, do me a huge, huge favor and leave a review if you enjoyed listening. So until next episode, take care of yourselves and remember the best project you'll ever work on is you.